0: the main reasons for asking how do i care for my wandering jew <laughs> is the short life of the plant oh. wandering jew plants do not age well <laughs> oh, no. why oh, is no. this a thing oh this is no. bad this is just i don't wah, wah, wah.
2: This all is so problematic i don't
0: <laughs> who who continues to call it this we are how has like the ADL not gotten on this I mean like we're renaming this plant by the way it is a spider wart which I don't know what that I mean it's like some sort of a crawling plant. None of this is good. <laughs> Listeners, you have come in
1: in the middle of a conversation. Hello, disaster divas. <laughs> We're talking about Wandering Earth and Wandering Jews. Yes, as as you should know, based on last week's tease, you should have prepped for this week by watching the Chinese blockbuster Wandering Earth.
0: <laughs> this Wandering
1: Jew climb! I'm sorry, this and is so horrible. I, while trying to Google Wandering Earth just now, I put in Wandering and the first autocomplete was Jew. Wandering Jew, which is a houseplant in addition to sounding very much like an anti Semitic slur. I mm-hmm. mean And now Amanda has found herself on pages about caring for your wandering Jew. <laughs> Uh,
0: the sturdiness of the wandering Jew. Apparently we like to be moist, but not soggy, which I (laughs) can't, I can't attest to. I don't enjoy being soggy. Um, I also don't age well, according to an ex-boyfriend. Do you, do you climb? Uh, not, uh, not well, but I haven't checked to see whether this Yahoo answers about if wandering Jews climb is accurate or not. Ah. Um, Yeah. So in sum. Yeah. Uh, this has brought me almost as much joy and horror as Wandering Earth did. <laughs> wandering Earth is—it's
1: truly. I mean, this is an this is an epic, even in the scale of disaster movies. Uh, Earth is in peril because the sun. Is dying. It is starting to expand. It's going to supernova. They uh, is it's a within a hundred years the sun will die, and then uh, they say at the beginning of the movie that the solar system
0: in three hundred years will
1: will subsequently die mm-hmm. in three hundred years. So this is not some fucking load up the spaceship and find another uh, another homeworld operation. This is. All of the, presumably, all of the developed nations of the world come together to form the United Earth Government, and they, we as a as a human people, uh, des, uh, endeavor to build these giant fucking propulsion engines that they call Earth engines, 10,000 of them, will dot half of the Earth. And uh, a ring of those will be along the equator called torque engines, which are especially large. And they will guide Earth on its path through the the solar system. Out of the solar system? Out of the solar system. Out of the solar system. You are right. And uh, yeah, we are going to actually fucking drive Earth Mm -hmm. to its new home. Uh, at a habitable distance from Alpha Centauri in that solar system, which we, we are told, uh, I have not fact checked, but it's 4.2 light years away. And we are planning the Wandering Earth initiative is a 2,500 year endeavor yeah. to get to the to the Alpha Centauri system where we will just park Earth. Yeah. We will just park Earth a habitable distance away from the sun and get back to it. How, just, far,
2: how far away did you say Alpha Centauri was?
1: It says 4.2 light years is our destination. 4.37 4.37
2: Alright, okay. Uh, All right. say, so okay. Wow.
0: In fairness, that is the only thing about this movie that we can actually fact check and that is <laughs> yeah. like, they did pretty well with it. They got pretty, they got within horseshoes <laughs> of Alpha Centauri. <laughs> and and I, the rest of this movie in terms of science like we're just we're not even gonna
1: try guys right like they they were working outside the bounds of credulity here yeah
0: and uh i will Uh, i will share the premise of this movie is what if when you're driving on the highway and you (laughs) see someone moving an entire house because it's easier than packing their stuff (laughs) and moving what if we did that but with with the earth that is the premise is all our stuff is here what if we just move the whole thing from its foundation onward at that point, you can't you can't science.
1: Yeah, and and they uh, they give us a, a glut of information at the absolute very end of this movie too. Mm-hmm. That I will we I, I will share as a foundation setter.
0: Really um, would have helped if they had done that too. Yeah, they like they
1: explained <laughs> quite a bit up front, like a fair amount up front. But then like the coda of the movie is like, oh, all of this introductory information about about the plan. Yeah. So what they're going, uh, the plan is to get the earth going with these earth engines and using the sun's gravity as well as Jupiter, uh, to provide the final amount of acceleration needed to shove our asses out of the solar system. And once, uh, we pass Jupiter and we get that, I think essentially kind of like gravitational boost, Uh, we will, I guess, be at escape velocity from the solar system. And at that point, once we're out of the solar system, the engines will initiate to full power because up to that point, they will not have been running at full capacity. But exit the solar system, kick those Earth engines up to full power. Then we will spend the next, we would spend the next 500 years accelerating up into the maximum speed of five one thousandths, the speed of light, at which point we will then, this is the process, this is how humanity is going to be saved. Earth, with the rest of us on it, is then going to glide mm. for 1,300 years. We're sure. just going to coast towards Alpha Centauri. Yeah. Then after that 1,300 years, we are going to hit the reverse engines so we can decelerate for the next 700 years, which will, I guess, once we start decelerating, we know that that will put us at the speed we need to be at to just sort of Tuck ourselves into a habitable pocket of the solar system that revolves around Alpha Centauri. Because, uh, yeah, we're, we're setting up Earth someplace else. We're not, like, doing the Battlestar Galactica look for a homeworld thing. We are taking home. We are crustaceans. Mm-hmm. We are hermit crabs. We have put Earth on our backs Yep. And we're taking the and house we're, with we're us. Just, we're
0: planting it in a new neighborhood. <laughs> yes. We're just dropping yes. it right onto a new foundation. What's yes. crazy, as you say, 2,500 years, and like I processed that, but I didn't process it when I watched right. the movie. And now I'm thinking about it, and it's like this movie takes place in modern day. Yeah. So we are, this moving the earth project takes longer than most of like. Human right. history, like not right, human history, but we're, like, at, we're at we're not I at twenty five hundred yet. Nope, we're yeah. not there. And there is like, some BC going, time before that, but going, uh, yeah, we're going back. I mean,
2: well, but we're, we're we only judge Earth years based off of Jesus, and like that's <laughs> yeah. we all refer to it. Earth did not exist before him,
0: right. right? No, right. No. So, but yeah. like, yeah, this Christ, is, it is a crazy amount of the amount of time we are taking to salvage humanity is so insane right. comparatively. Mm to
1: no it's it, it is really mine like it, it, it takes the scope can, of disaster movie yeah. and just blows it out to like an inconceivable extreme yeah and we all agreed like at the u the ueg was like all right guys here's the plan earth what are we going to tell everybody who lives on it this is going to take 2500 years and only Go. half
0: of you are going to make it and yeah. you're all going to live underground underneath these giant yep. so every, critical fact yes Amanda. 3.5 billion people Make it to underneath the um, each of the ex- the, the Earth, Earth engines. engines has a subterranean city mm-hmm. five kilometers below the Earth's surface. Keep in mind, deepest mine we've got right now is like three point eight kilometers, and <sighs> yeah, okay, it's three point eight kilometers, and the temperatures are like somewhere the average temperature is somewhere around one hundred degree, one hundred and twenty to one hundred thirty degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh, okay, um, so very hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna have. And so there are essentially 10,000 10, Earth cities because Earth there cities. are
0: 10,000 Earth engines. Yes. And they contain a popul- total population of 3.5 billion people. Mm-hmm. The other 3.5 billion people all died in tsunamis essentially yes. and like volcanoes and various disasters. The they stopped the Earth from turning when they
1: when they ignited the torque engines at the equator yeah. and we are told that once the Earth stopped turning then tsunamis massive tsunamis ravaged
0: wiped out every like yeah. ha, most of the populations and people were people drew lots yeah. to
1: inhabit to get uh, entrance into the cities and they tell us like in a little preamble thing lots cannot be traded or exchanged or bought and sold like they are yeah. they are truly static
0: yeah so they just at random picked 3.5 billion people to make it um and yeah they so they live in these underground cities mm-hmm. with, <laughs> I'm not going to science it. I'm not going to science any of this. this right. is like, Presumably, we're growing everything through hydroponics. I mean, we're probably I'm not even, eating it's not a even ton of that. algae. It's not even that. It's Okay, so here's my thing. We're dealing with a 300-year time span that 100 years before the Earth takes out the Earth, 300 years Some, before dest- the sun can, yeah, yeah, takes okay. out the Earth, 300 years before the sun takes out the entire solar system. That's right. a lot of time for us to figure out where another planet is. So when you were, we were talking about the Battlestar Galactica concept- Right. They wouldn't really be in a Battlestar Galactica concept because we do already know about inhabitable planets. We have the ability to terraform, Mm -hmm. as evidenced by the fact that we're building entire ecosystems five kilometers below the surface. Right. We have the ability to terraform. We have the ability to do uh, long-distance space travel. Mm Mm-hmm to keep it habitable, to house every bit of human history, technology. They go into all the stuff that... Yeah, they're... I don't know
1: what they... I know they mentioned specifically there is an international space station. Yes, and that that is leading the charge. It's essentially our guiding star that leads the Earth. Uh, And presumably there are probably redundant copies of like civilization on in our terrestrial cities yeah. our subterranean cities in I'm addition sure
0: they to they have, they've
1: archived all animal dna there are all there are plants all animals. Three hundred thousand embryos are on the iss yeah um and presumably we also have those two in our subterranean earth cities yeah so yeah
0: so we have all these things we have the ability to do all of this so there really is no reason except for sheer laziness um that we were like no we'll just build We'll just keep the planet. See, like, I, I, keep. but again, I, I'm on board with it in the sense I'm like, fine, you know what? If this is what reason is, if this is the world that we're operating, the universe we're operating within is that it makes more sense to move the whole planet. I think put- what you,
1: I think what, the big thing you run into with uh, wanting to go the space, space travel route yeah. off of Earth, if, if both are the option available to us, I feel like you save a fraction of the people. I feel like we're not fitting 3.5 billion people on spaceships. I feel like building the infrastructure of 3.5 billion True. spaceships. True. Probably. And with like the accompanying technology like they could build the ships and build the accompanying technology to support life on them or they could just turn the earth into a ship
0: yeah that's true and build
1: life support technology within it
0: okay fair you in, know what i will go with i will go with that presumably yeah. we're in a world where we can make earth go like this yes yeah. <laughs> okay you know what that is as that is a compelling i had not thought about the fact that's like well you really can't put 3.5 billion i'm still I'm yeah like, that'd be I like, like so are you happy bring? with five
1: million are you happy killing seven, six and a half billion people instead of three and a half billion people. I mean, (laughs) I mean, look,
0: I mean that winds up being the alternative when we get Kit. What do you bark? Kit's not on board with this plan. Kit's like, Whoa, hold on. I didn't realize that my owner was in favor of genocide. (laughs) And
1: then
0: then he looked, and then he looked the table. So like, Kit's all over the place tonight. (laughs) Um, He's just practicing his Torah portion for his Bark mitzvah in a couple weeks.
1: That's really happening. It
0: is. It's happening, guys. Kit's gonna become a, a gonna become a good man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. So. So. Anyway, I I had said going into this, I wasn't gonna talk about the reality or lack of reality of the science. Like, no. But it's hard not to. But also, it's so good that I don't care. Right. It, it's it, so fun. It's so good. It's like eating. It's like eating a Hostess cupcake where I'm just like, I know this is just the worst thing in the world for me but god i'm enjoying this so much
1: and our we are introduced at the outset uh, to our our sort of our spacely hero lieutenant lou who is serving a space daddy well, space space daddy lieutenant lou yeah uh he goes to serve uh, terms of service are mandatory on the iss of 15 to 20 years we start out with Lou, Lieutenant Lou leaving his, his son and, uh, I think, father-in-law behind. Yeah. Grandpa, good old grandpa. And uh, we start, and he's like, I'll be a star, and you can see me when you look up in the sky. Well, we see that little bit at the beginning. That's when we get our establishing section. Uh, the Earth is being ravaged by, like, climate disasters, and then the sun starts dying. So, but then, cut to... 17 years later, Lieutenant Liu has served his term of duty on the ISS, and he's about ready to disembark from the space station to come back to Earth for the first time in like two decades when things start going wildly wrong because, and this is kind of, this is a silly part, because yes, we're setting our own rules, but we talked about this beforehand. Uh, It seems like the first big hurdle in Earth's journey is it's getting close to Jupiter, And a spike in the gravity of Jupiter Mm -hmm. causes the Earth to be pulled off its course by 9, I think, 0.3 degrees, Yeah, which puts it critically within the sort of path of being sucked in by Jupiter's orbit. I don't think planets shoot off bursts of gravitational energy (laughs) that swoop things, that like pull things into them that
0: they don't have like that seems like a new thing they don't spider-man shit yeah that's what
1: it that's essentially what we're made to believe and then it, it totally fucks up the earth's surface there's this gravitational shift and then like suddenly the earth engines start going offline and there are like earthquakes are happening and cities are being like under under engine cities are being demolished entire
0: plate tectonics are changing yes yes like they like a new plate is open like they were causing it was causing new plate tectonics to occur it was (laughs) yeah it was a lot Um, (laughs) and what's kind of crazy is again like that they wouldn't the scientists wouldn't account for this that there wouldn't be a like okay so if this is going to happen then we're going to fire these and this will go off and we'll do this instead but sure you know maybe (laughs) maybe a gravitational spike was as foreign a concept to them as it is to us
1: right right here we are talking about it this isn't real so maybe they were like you know what we didn't address it because it's not a fucking real thing that happens And then surprise,
0: you're in space, and gra- and Jupiter's like, ha ha, got you now. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know because you've never had a planet wander by me. Wander. This is why I do. I eat
1: planets. <laughs> this, Womp. this is what I do. Yeah. All. What else am I supposed to do to keep myself busy out here in space? Yeah.
0: Once every but few eat. billion years is just eat a planet. Yeah. Yeah. It's how it's gotten so big. <laughs> <laughs> it's how Jupiter this gas is giant. With planets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: There it is. All right. We, we answered our own question. Okay. So once havoc is being wreaked on the surface of the earth and in a very, I love the world building of this movie. A very interesting, like it makes total sense. They put all the earth engines on one side of earth because it has to propel it in one direction. So half of the earth is dark. There's the dark half of Earth, and then there's the light half of Earth, mm-hmm. and it's all just fucking covered in ice, because it's too far from the sun to be warm. Yeah. So all of the, all of the oceans like of Earth... It's like negative
0: 140 degrees, essentially, Fahrenheit.
1: Yeah, yeah. All all of the bodies of water on Earth have frozen, yeah. and it sounds like we feed the Earth engines with just... Raw, Yeah. Just rocks. Just rocks. Like that. Any rock. Yeah. Like any rock. Truly any like there are our young uh Rapscallions who we are following on the journey on Earth are Luchi and his sort of adopted sister Duo Duo. And uh she was rescued by grandpa when she was but a baby. Oh. Uh, right after the Earth stopped turning, he said, and the tsunami started mm-hmm. wiping people out after the torque engines came on. Uh, it's very poetic. He like talks about how like he's out on a, a, a raft saving people, and all these people like these people work together to push this little infant to the surface. And he says, all the people in those water are your mother and father. Yeah, and it's very moving
0: because Grandpa was the best. Yeah, Grandpa was the best,
1: and um, but Luci. Hijacks a transporter that is used for all manner of it seems like utility things on the surface. He hijacks one, takes a sister with him, and they're like joyriding. And he's like kind of explaining the surface of the Earth to her, even though he really doesn't have much reason to have like any know-how about Which it. Which is such
0: a good big brother moment. Yeah. Like it, that was, I was like, yes, that is a brother sister thing. That she's like, have you ever been to the Earth? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I have. And I love how I love how his thing when you meet him,
1: he's like, I'm a genius, I'm a genius, yeah. I'm smart than everybody. And he's like, obviously a jackass, but he does end up saving the world because he does pull out some kind of genius shit at the last, yeah, the last possible. A couple second But they're driving in this transporter and he like points out a mining operation happening near them and they're basically, like he just basically says they're crushing rocks to feed into the earth engines. Like all we have to do is pour rocks in for fuel. Sure. Which is a very handy workaround. Has anybody explored just rocks for sustainable sources of energy on earth?
0: Um, Wow. I've never never just tried cramming rocks into my gas tank. (laughs) I'll see if my rock collection will run my Honda. Right. maybe. Right. Like this, like wandering earth salt it yeah yeah, just just rock up rocks yeah that's a great plan (laughs) let's just destroy because i mean think about ten thousand earth engines for 2500 years fuck that's like okay there go the plan there go all like that's why i'm like what are we gonna do what do we do when we get to this place and now we've just completely strip mined like The earth is not going to look, not going to be a particularly (laughs) fun place to be for a very long time. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm so. I think that we just kind of live under the earth at that point for a very long time. Yeah.
1: Once we get like, it's a 2,500 year journey, but then definitely you got to think like
0: 3,500
1: year before like people I would imagine are like harvesting on the surface again. Like even given an opportunity to harvest on the the surface. The
0: soil's dead. Everything's dead. Like I wonder how long
1: it takes for whole oceans to melt. Once it's like back within like normal distance of the sun, like yeah. how
0: long would it take a whole fucking Pacific Ocean oh, to melt? It would take that lake like twenty five hundred. So lake by call, yeah. So the deepest lake on Earth. The what's his name? Um, the cosmonaut. So the cosmonaut is talking to Space Daddy. Yeah, Lieutenant. As they're Luke. about to, um, I'm not going to use anybody's name. You know this about me. <laughs> um, so they're talking. They're about to do a spacewalk because they they have to go save. Um, they have to go stop the. They're hibern- on the ISS. They're on, they're on the ISS, and once all of this this goes horribly awry with the planet, uh, with Jupiter trying to eat Earth, um, the ISS is like, we're gonna go into hibernation protocol to help save planet Earth. Yes, so it, like we're gonna go ISS into low. The controlled consumption by mode. a
1: central computer system, very Dave like, uh, yeah. very Gertie like, called Moss.
0: So Moss goes into low consumption mode, which will presumably help somehow preserve the Earth get out of the out of this orbit. Um, but what it turns out is, and so all the spacemen people go into hibernation mode Mm -hmm. and space daddy suddenly has a very bad feeling and pulls himself out of hibernation mode and realizes that what's actually happening is that they, the ISS is abandoning the earth and it has, because it has the 300,000 embryos, because it has the entire history of the earth yeah. Of, of human history this is basically the fail safe
1: plan goes yeah. into effect
0: they're just like okay we're taking what we've got and we're getting gone because of course it's the
1: computer's job to run simulations and probabilities and Moss immediately immediately determines through writing the scenarios that there's no chance for human survival yeah. so Moss immediately abandons basically what we call project wandering earth and we find out later on when, when Lieutenant Liu and Moss are having a computer V-man confrontation that Moss did indeed not go rogue and he was given permission by the United Earth government to ditch Earth, preserve only what is on the ISS and go into Project Helios mode. And presumably the 300,000, I guess we would just crash. Well, no, I guess they'd wake up people from hibernation and then they'd just start impregnating people the, uh, the old-fashioned way, and also frozen embryos. I guess. I mean, like... I on, a, on a hypothetical new planet that we hopefully find yeah, in the I, Alpha Centauri
0: constellation. A lot of questions that I wasn't going to broach that. No, time. no, no. Yeah. yeah. I'm not bothered that these were unanswered, no, but, but Moss, is, the, Moss, Moss has, is in fail-safe Moss mode. has a plan. Yes. Um, but so anyway, Space Daddy and his Cosmot friend, uh, who I'm just going to assume was named Yuri. I don't know. He probably <laughs> was. He. They, they're they going to go and stop and, like, override this whole situation. Yeah. And... Uh, um, I forgot what got me down to this path.
1: Uh, we're on the space station. They're trying to manually override the system. Yeah. Cosmonaut. I <sighs> Shoot.
0: I don't even remember. Oh, they're talking about what the lake. They're like, we'll go fishing oh, yeah, 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 for the yeah, salmon. Yeah. And he's like... And Yuri is like the the lake won't melt for twenty five hundred years. Oh, does he say that? He says the lake's not going to melt for like twenty five hundred years. And
1: they are specifically talking about Lake Baikal, which is in Russia, and is the, as far as I know, deepest lake on Earth.
0: So I don't know if he meant it makes so much sense to me. that The deepest, darkest lake
1: on Earth is in Russia.
0: Maybe he meant the lake wasn't going to melt for twenty five hundred years. Is in because the planet won't won't stop moving for 2,500 years. Mm. Maybe it wasn't an additional. Maybe it's not a full five. Right. Maybe it God, it would 5, take a really long time. It would take time. a really long time. Interesting. Yeah. And again, nothing's working quite right. You got to get the Earth back up to a rotational speed. You got to make sure that... Like, right. Like the everything. torque engines will get... The torque engines would get Earth going again. Yeah, but you got to get Earth going to like the right rotational speed. And then well, you got to sure. get... Like all these different things that have to then... We don't entirely know why the Earth wobbles to make seasons. Like, there's so much. <laughs> I feel like we're like, we're like, we'll oh, no, totally. No, no, no. We know why the Earth wobbles. We don't know why, why ice ages happen. I'm sorry. That was my brain <laughs> because, um, <laughs> We don't know why, why. We don't know if wobbles occur that happen with ice ages. There's just a lot of unknowns with the Earth's orbit that, like, there's a lot of, of iffies there. Right. So, yeah, I don't know how long after we park Earth, we're <laughs> yeah. like. they're living underground for like the foreseeable I think at this point like you're just living underground and it's just a question of whether or not like I think it's we're living underground but we
1: would have surface access because it like we because we we still have our atmosphere but it's too cold to be on the surface yeah but we would be in rotation. Maybe we couldn't grow things there, but like you could vacation to the surface of the Earth and yeah. breathe.
0: Just you could, you and, could and then you go, you'd up go and back and like from... hang out on this really desolate, depressing yeah. land. Basically,
1: the doors would be open, and where you could go are in they and out. Keeping
0: giraffes in this situation—that's good question. Yeah, we don't know where the but where the, like the exotic biomes are. Here. I I really want I want an entire just like yeah. Hopefully, there are cities
1: that are just dedicated to like there's it's like it's Giraffe like West Trropolis. World. It's like Safari World. Yeah. And undersea world. At one point, we do <laughs> see we do see a whale.
0: Oh, the frozen whale. That is
1: frozen, uh, jetting out of the, you know, sort of surface of, of the Earth, yeah. which is with, sad. Yeah, with
0: Jupiter in the background. It's a really, God, this movie, yeah. like, if for no other reason, watch this movie because it is so beautiful it to watch. Looks it looks amazing. Is spectacular. <laughs>
1: yeah, we spend, like, the last third or fourth of the movie just, like, In front of a Jupiter backdrop, yeah, with of course the red spot parked right behind it. It's so
0: good. I mean, every moment of it when the CGI is amazing, the it feels very, it feels tangible, it feels tactile. It Mm -hmm. looks as good as Day After Tomorrow looked when it came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed. Yeah, Um, and an important, and it like a lot
1: happens to get our heroes to the point where. Because once the once the engines go off, the primary directive obviously on Earth is get all the Earth engines back on. Yeah. Well, the problem there's there's a key engine that is off. It's the Sulawesi engine in yeah. Sulawesi in Indonesia. It's one of the torque engines, and when we realize that we are slipping into this gravitational pull of Jupiter, which I don't know why or if this would happen, but as we get closer to Jupiter, it starts siphoning our atmosphere.
0: Okay, that I, I, like, sure. Yeah, like, we get closer, yeah. and then
1: suddenly there is, like, this pipeline formed yeah. between Earth and Jupiter, See, where the, oh, the pull yeah. of it is is sucking our our atmosphere. It says, like, at one 30, we've lost 30 billion liters of mm-hmm. O2 that are being pulled. It's thinning our atmosphere, and we're basically going to die anyway. Like, Jupiter's going to absorb us, but we're not going to be able to breathe, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, Jupiter is just sucking the life out of Earth.
0: And... So what they Just dem- like my ex-wife, am I right? <laughs> Sorry, that was really a Jason moment right there. Like, I yeah, was, that truly was. That, I kind of am Maybe you shouldn't be, you know, just like zoning out, Jason, on your I'm phone. I'm not zoning out on my <laughs> phone. I don't know. I feel I'm like... I'm
2: researching I, stuff along with this thing just in case it should come up.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I had to pick up your slack and make an ex-wife joke, so... <laughs> make an ex-wife joke. Um... Like we we have our we have
1: uh Duo Duo and Grandpa and Lu Chi, and the reason we are following them on Earth is because they end up being a part of the hero squad that has to transport like this igniter cell. Yeah, the, the to, lighter the light core. Yeah, the light core. Initially they're sent on a mission to get it to Hangzhou. Yeah. Uh and I, me, me, and Amanda vary on differ on why the Hangzhou plot is involved in this because I, they, yeah. they they go through a harrowing trip through a frozen. We begin in Beijing. That's where that's the main city where we start at. We take a harrowing trip through a fully frozen, up to its skyscrapers, Shanghai. Yeah, and travel through a skyscraper from its bottom floor up to the top to get to an ice shelf. To get this igniter cell thing out to safety because they have to get it to Hangzhou... Well, all this happens, and we just find out once they get free from the skyscraper in Shanghai and get to the ice shelf that Hangzhou is fucking gone. Yeah, magma has started creeping into the city. Right, and the place is fucking gone.
0: As, and as happens when you know at random, yeah, because there, there's all these earthquakes, and apparently Jupiter is destabilizing the tectonic plates. <laughs> yes, because why not? And it is yes. causing um, magma well, if, to seep into things and like massive earthquakes. You
1: know, I guess if if the moon can pull the tides. No. It, is Jupiter not big enough to, okay, to in that rip s- our planet apart? Well, I don't in know. In that situation
0: suddenly. like that, no, I... Uh.
1: I don't know, man. I, I don't just, know. I'm just saying, the moon influences the tides, right? Yes.
0: And Jupiter's really big. I just, if... <laughs> If Jupiter is causing this kind of a tectonic plate situation where it's making the 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 literal mantle slosh around right. and like move like the this, the tides, yeah, we again have much bigger problems. <laughs> we do. It's like true. this is not like oh the the five kilometer down underground mole cities are being flooded <laughs> with magma. Like no, the Earth is being ripped apart at its yeah. seams. Yeah. 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 Yeah we mm-hmm. have huge issues here and right. I don't know if it's possible or not because I'm not that kind of a scientist I'm barely a regular kind of <laughs> scientist I'm not a fantasy science scientist right right I, that hadn't seems... even occurred to me
1: until I just had that thought about the moon and I have no defense for I it but suddenly I was like wait what
0: that was so when they were like when in the right in the beginning of the movie when they're like the earth is, the mo- the sun is going to explode yeah and then they cut to volcano erupts in North Carolina <laughs> yeah I just—that's there wouldn't be a reason for that. that. I was like, those are one not possible, right? Just based on like the actual (laughs) nature of that part of the country. And so the first thing I read in my notes is... And if it was going to happen, is, it certainly wouldn't happen during that fucking... It's not like fires
1: in Australia, yeah. droughts in California, volcano volcanoes in, in, ca- in, northern, in
0: the North Carolina. Yeah, that's not the same. Yeah. Okay, so a volcano can't be caused by the sun dying, but okay. <laughs> and that was the moment that I fully resigned myself. And then like a little right. later, I sent you guys the gif in the text thread of like yeah. this... This isn't how it works. This right. isn't how anything <laughs> yes. works. Um, of the old lady. Because I was just like, yeah, I just... Every time that you guys try to bring actual science, like, things that occur in the natural world into this, I give up. Right. Like, if... if right. It, it, yeah. So it... To go to my favorite movie, The Core. <laughs> right. If I mean, about, we like, could make
1: a real in-show drinking game at this point. Every, if, like, every, every time, time Amanda mentions the core, I just, it is like, truly take off an article of clothing. a
0: touchstone. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is truly a touchstone for me. Um, but in the core, they do a nice job of being like, this is what's going to happen with uh, the Earth's magnetic field. And if they were going to be Got like, it. if they'd gone to that, if it had been like the Earth's magnetic field, and that's also why we have to go underground because the Earth's magnetic field is decreasing because of the right, sun. right. I'd be like, okay, on board, fine. I'm not yeah. like, okay. But they don't... They that's not invoked, but that doesn't happen. Instead, right. what happens is geologic catastrophes. <laughs> yeah. Almost just because, like, it's almost like the Earth got pissed yeah. at the Sun
1: and just started it's, freaking the shit out. Like, yeah, like how dare you? Ex- how dare you, supernova?
0: Oh, you're gonna you're gonna leave me? Well, Not if I leave you first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is very like you can't, can't you can't fire me because I quit. Yeah, I'm like okay, you can't ex- Earth, you can't supernova
1: because I'm gonna create a volcano in the middle of the Carolinas. Yeah, there. Um, and, and so back, back to the, the side quest to Hangzhou. Yeah. Uh, they, like the whole reason Lu Chi and Duo, Duo and they're, they end up with this guy named Tim who's, he rapist makes a, Tim. yeah, rapist Tim who makes it a point of explaining he's Australian Chinese and he's blonde. Uh, they're getting sprung from some difficult situation and there's clearly like law enforcement people there. And he's like, before anything happens, I just... Uh, It was all consensual, I swear. And you're like, did we just interject with a weird, like, rape excuse? Yeah, like comic relief rape. What the hell was that, Tim? Tim's part of the survival squad. As you pointed out, he's... He he, ju- grandpa does not get the
0: justice that yeah. Tim gets in
1: this movie.
0: Tim, I was waiting for Tim to bite it through a moment of cowardice, and he did not. He did not, and I was so disappointed. I was extremely
1: disappointed. But like they, like this team of of rapscallions, ends up with a rescue team that needs to get this igniter to Hangzhou. They escape the harrowing situation that happens in Shanghai. We lose Grandpa along the way, and it is extremely sad. And I cried. Yeah, and me and me and Duo Duo were crying. And then in a fit of rage or a fit of sadness or w- insanity, one of the like rescue team ops people
0: just shoots the igniter. After the other guy dies. Yeah. Another other guy, teammates like dies from being frozen to death. Because they're going to, as you pointed out, Hangzhou
1: is hundreds of kilometers from Shanghai where they have just escaped the ice. Yeah. And they are going to, because they've had to leave the transporter behind down below, below the, the skyscraper level, they're going to, push this igniter basically all the way to Hangzhou. Yeah. In in and they have hours to do this. They're going to roll this big sphere along the ice for multiple hundreds of kilometers. Yeah. But it's like the mission. And this woman just shoots it until it explodes. And she's like, no more death. Like, basically, like, let's not do this mission. No more dying over this igniter. It's like, well, what else are you fucking doing right well, now? You don't have a car.
0: Did- you're going to walk home sad because the mission's over. Like, what the shit was that? Didn't they know already at that point that Hangzhou had been flooded with magma? Not until they get to the very top. Okay, because I could have sworn that she... No, they did because at that point, that's when... um. Luchi and Duodo and Tim mm-hmm. show up. <laughs> and
1: Tim and Tim show up
0: with their like fancy car. Right. No, but that's at the, that's on the surface. Like, yeah, that's when they know at that, point, that they've but that lost Hangzhou. But that happens. She shoots it after they find out. I think that they've lost Hangzhou. I don't think they know that for sure oh, yet. Okay. I don't think they I know that for that sure. She shot it after I think she knew, and he was like, "We have to still go." And she's like, "There is no more death. There is no reason to do this." I thought that's so the order that went in, but and I say this having watched it twice. I don't really know for sure.
1: I because so what does happen is they she the angry lady shoots the igniter. And it's no good. But then, Luci and Duo, Duo, they have found... <clears throat> another transporter. They have found another transporter. They have broken off from the rescue team. They're like, fuck you, basically. We're going home. We're not a part of this anymore. Our grandpa's dead. We just want to go back home. Well, they find another transporter and they go rescue the rescue team. And fortunately, they have another igniter. Yeah. Just for, in the transporter. There's a transporter. Lot
0: of light core rolling around. Right. Because- they have a light
1: core in the transporter. Yeah, And so then, I think it's at that point that they learn... Zhu is dead because they go to the refueling station. They're like, okay, well let's go refuel. We got to get resources. And mm-hmm. I think it's then that they learn that they have to go to Sulawesi instead. It might be. I think that woman just like shoots the igniter because she doesn't want to go on anymore because the one of the rescue ops people froze to death. Yeah. So she's like, if we keep going and doing this, more people are just going to die. So fuck you. I'm taking away the reason we're doing it, but it's like, okay, you we're still out on the ice alone. Yeah. Asshole. Like, and now we aren't even pretending to do a job. Yeah. Uh, that annoyed
0: me. I see. I was on board with it because I was kind of like, well, yeah. She, this guy is very clearly mono, like mono focused, right, right. And Comma- the commander of commander the rescue is, ops is team, so focused on this one mission, Commander and Wong. I it's believe maybe not a good idea anymore.
1: So fortunately, the rescue ops team is rescued mm-hmm. by by the youngins, by Chi and Duoduo and Tim, and they they're like when they find out Hongju is gone. Well, then they find out that Sulawesi. In Indonesia, yeah, which we know at is the equator. At the equator in Indonesia, they have a matter of hours to drive, yeah, all the way from there. We know they're in Shanghai because they're literally standing atop Shanghai. They have several hours to drive across the frozen South China Sea, across mm-hmm. the whole fucking thing, to get to Sulawesi to ignite the torque engine to get us hopefully back on track and out of the, away from the Roche limit of Jupiter. That is one hell of a drive. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. The, I am so much more willing to buy into the space situation (laughs) and Jupiter's gravity than I am driving from Shanghai to Sulawesi in a huge truck in a in in less than a day <laughs> less this okay. is like this is like true detective season two yeah no it, it's absolutely it's no deeply, goddamn regard for commute time it's
0: deeply improbable that they make this drive <clears throat> um even with like on frozen just going directly straight with yeah, presumably yeah.
1: there's no crevasses getting in the way yeah there's no there's n- there's no Anything that has popped up yeah. in the midst of no, devastation. No
0: whales that
1: might cause a roadblock. Right. And, you know, if there are volcanoes in the Carolinas, there no mountain in has popped Ring up in the of middle of the South Fire? China Sea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I just.
1: <clears throat> so then. So but uh, once they, you know, obviously they reach Sulawesi, but here is where things get really crazy yeah because they've had to go to indonesia they've gone to their side of the equator and we're now on the dark side of the
0: earth i loved that detail because
1: yeah there are only there are only earth engines on one half of the earth obviously because it's pushing us it's propelling us mm-hmm. we, we only need to go one direction and so we get to the dark side of the earth and the backdrop is jupiter we mm-hmm. see this planet that is sucking us in and we get these great wide shots every once in a while of like the earth's atmosphere being funneled into jupiter it's yeah. very cool and so what they need, to do, what they do is once once they realize that getting all the Earth engines back online is not going to get us out of the path is not going to get us away from like the event horizon of of getting sucked into Jupiter. There's a moment of of anger and defeat where everyone's just really sad, and a man picks up. I mean, he's holding a Gatling gun and just starts shooting Jupiter, shooting at Jupiter. Yeah, when screw he grew you shouting, screw you, Jupiter and firing off hundreds of rounds towards Jupiter. It was one of those moments where Earth.
0: I was like, you know, Florida, China, <laughs> we're not so different. Because <laughs> that's the same response that any American would have in such a situation would be. I'm really angry. I mean, like, yeah. I'm gonna shoot the planet now. One of the funniest things that happened on Twitter,
1: I think it was last year, was somebody post. It was it was during that heat wave. Yeah, is when somebody just posted an image of their hand pointing a gun at the sun and just said enough, (laughs) (laughs) and it went fucking wild yeah. and shouts out to that person because they did the follow up tweet and their follow up tweet was I don't have a SoundCloud. I just really love my friends oh. like that is the best follow up tweet ever to Aww.
0: shooting the sun. Yeah. enough enough and that guy that guy said enough Jupiter mm-hmm. you bitch yeah I and would, shot it I would 100% believe in a hurricane heist situation <laughs> yeah. that someone in the hurricane heist crew would try shooting the hurricane so why wouldn't oh, this guy definitely. just shoot sure. just, it, like let what's his name breeze would absolutely have <laughs> yeah. shot a hurricane yeah why there can't... had to have
1: been there's cutting room floor footage there has to be of, of breeze of shooting, of breeze a, hurricane shooting a hurricane yeah yeah definitely
0: but uh yeah i it was there's so many moments in this movie that have that like okay cool <laughs> like okay yeah no this is this isn't an american disaster movie but god this isn't America like this this is the blueprint this is yeah the, the, you, you
1: felt the you felt the Gerard Butler really pulsating yeah. off of it
0: oh absolutely which is so heartening yeah so and, yeah they when he they shoot Jupiter that's pretty great and when they said and then when 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 they've come up with the the plan because the they incredible get, they, yeah. this is like right
1: after Jupiter gets
0: shot mm-hmm. um Lu Chi genius the genius that is Lu Chi
1: he actually comes up with the plan that's going to save the world sort
0: of because they do point out so Moss does bring up that Oh, this the is Israel right. Israelis already came up with it. The wandering Jews came up with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. The wandering Jew was gonna save the world, but then they realized and then 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 everyone then they- talked him out of it.
0: Yeah, but they so the Israelis came up with like tried it already or realized that it was possible. Then like no, it won't actually work. So right. yes, he did come up with a good plan, but it wasn't a new plan. But it wasn't like it's not like he looked at the
1: wandering jews paper and copied it right
0: they were in so you did mean, the separately way that come up with it comes up with her inspirational speech by cheating off of <laughs> yes. the girl in class yes. that was that was also in terms of like the. Yeah. Duo, Duo uh, we Duo haven't talk, totally talked totally plagiarizes index. her yeah.
1: uh her her, her her triumph speech
0: so yeah so uh, this is one of those great mo- so when all hope is lost everything has failed um the UEG has abandoned has has given the okay for Moss to abandon Earth. Yeah, um, they're trying to enact their plan to get the reactor to or the Earth engine to funnel through one chute instead of multiple. They can't get the thing okay, to go. Okay, yeah.
1: Well, like, like let's like, let's touch on the fact that like the that plan that the Israelis the, the Israeli person and then Lucci came up with is they are going to take the torque engine. Yeah, there are multiple outlets. Where like the five, energy comes yeah. out of the beam in the torque engine, they're gonna reroute all of the power into one output point. Yeah, and that is going to force the beam of the torque engine up to a high enough altitude
0: that it will, that it will react will, with the that hydrogen. it will
1: catch onto that it will ignite it will reach jupiter ignite jupiter's majority hydrogen atmosphere which is combining with the earth's o2 atmosphere in this funnel of atmosphere suck and that will essentially serve as a match that will light jupiter on fire and the combustion of jupiter's atmosphere will shove earth away from its orbit yeah that is the plan? That's
0: the plan. They're going to ignite Jupiter. Yeah, and
1: that's what leads to Duo Duo's.
0: And so, but then they're and they're trying to enact it, but then everything goes horribly wrong. And like, they need more people to push on a thing, and it basically they need more help. Yeah, and they so need she manpower. Has to. She gets the okay from the UEG to give an inspiring speech that is broadcast all around the Earth cities. Yeah. Um, and. What she ends up doing is from the first scene where we meet her, she's in a classroom. Yes. And the teacher. She's is probably asking, like 14. And the teacher is asking one of her classmates, like, what is hope? And the, the classmate's like, hope is a diamond in yes. this precious time. <laughs> and she gives this like, beautiful poetic answer. And then when it comes time for Duodo to be like, to give this inspiring speech, and she full on just melania trump word for
1: words it <laughs> she does and it
0: was such she a doesn't perfect, say one of my classmates yeah, said no, she just this is makes her, it totally she, her own she is absolutely gonna get like a space medal from this princess <laughs> yes, leia is gonna, sure. is gonna be giving put a space medal around her neck with yeah. chewy and her classmate is gonna be sitting somewhere if she isn't <laughs> dead from an earthquake or the magma right, right. just fury yes yeah that, and that Tracy was,
1: Flick girl is yeah. going to be so pissed off. Yeah, that's that her speech was teenager. Jacked.
0: Yeah, it but was, this is this is. Was, the, I fully believe. but I was like, yes, that is what a slightly dirtbag teenager yes. would do. Like, yeah,
1: and that is that is the second inspiring speech or like touch of humanity speech we are giving. But Amanda, who gives the first. Grand speech to humanity over the global PA system in this movie. So,
0: okay. Once all is lost. Let's just hypothetically say. All is lost. You are on, you're five kilometers below the Earth's surface in a subterranean village. (laughs) On your planet that's being moved into a new solar system because the sun is dying. And your consolidated governments are (laughs) going to give you an announcement of bad news. Bad news. The worst news. Do you want to hear it from male Alexa? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that's what the UEG decides to do. Yeah, they decide. So they're that like they the most out. comforting thing in the world is to have Moss give the welcome to Walmart speeches. <laughs> um, so this like super robotic, just like welcome to Earth yeah. kind of voice is giving the bad news to all 3.5 billion Earthlings. Is giving the the last address to humanity, yeah, like the. The Wandering Earth Project has failed. We have... And he, they lie. They're like, we have seven days. Yeah. Go home. Go about your business. They like, have like say, seven hours. Yeah. The truth is that they don't. They have like a day, yeah, maybe. they have hours. And it's like, go about your business. Spend your last time with your family. Yeah. Do what you need to do. And it is the least comforting thing. It is I have, so sterile. It is so weirdly uncomforting. Like at one point, the it's kiss... Your loving partner. <laughs> like, no, don't. That's so creepy. That is that. Like was, that should be the so... part in the movie where you cut to cities
1: around the world, yeah. it, each in their individual languages, and you have yeah. subtitles. The but like you have the French PA system exactly. And you have and the American like
0: holding each other. Yeah, and you like, have
1: the Germans. Yeah. You don't just have Moss speak <laughs> in cold detached English. Yeah. Or Chinese to everyone across the world, telling them to hug their loved ones. Yeah. It is, it is like, that's it. Like, it's like you imagine the PA going off and then you just look at each other like, well, that was the fucking worst.
0: Yeah. I would, I would genuinely just be like, is it Terminator? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is, even did Skynet look, just even Skynet, us? Even Skynet knew that it had to give its robots human voices. It did.
1: You're right. You're like, right.
0: Like, even Skynet knew that. And in this case, the UEG is like, well. This this entry point the, the basic ways package is good enough for us. <laughs> yeah. Like even ways is like hey, do you want Terry Crews to get to narrate where you should go? <laughs> like have Terry Crews be the voice of that. If yeah. Terry Crews were being like kiss your loved ones I'd be like thank you Terry Crews yeah, you're right you should be able to like Bill Pullman yes I have Bill Pullman
1: send me the last note from humanity
0: honestly they should probably have him do that now they should have Tom Brokaw just record <laughs> yeah. this just in case the world's gonna end for some sort of national PA broadcast like why wouldn't you do that but you know and so this this Moss giving this deeply uninspiring speech I'm was mag- just I'm
1: imagining now Tom would be like go and hug your loved <laughs> one <world." laughs> Could and it's one like, more time without me laughing over it? <laughs> it is, it is. I mean, if we're gonna talk about if we're gonna even mention Tom Broke we do have to mention the speech where he is about to go on it's the SNL skit where he's about to go on vacation. <laughs> so they have him recording all those crazy scenarios yeah. just in case hey, Ford. do you want do you want Peter Jennings to come on and like there there's a crash and then he Peter Jennings comes on and you're suddenly not the guy anymore? Gerald Ford dead today, today at the age of eighty three. Well now, well now now Ed's now adds senseless. <laughs> Gerald Ford dead today at the senseless age of eighty-three <laughs> Gerald Ford dead it, today after being eaten by, by wolves. wolves. He was delicious. <laughs> yeah. Oh come on. Come on. Are you
0: saying that Gerald Ford wouldn't be delicious?
1: <laughs> at the senseless age of eighty-three. <laughs> So yes let it be tom brokaw please in that yeah. moment but here's like we like for their for their final plan the i think maybe maybe the I think the best comedy part of the movie happens when the, the engineer who suddenly inspired to save the world in this last ditch effort is addressing this transporter full of everybody he's got left. And it's going to take everybody (laughs) to initiate this play. It is so, he's just giving this like breakneck explanation of how to manually start a torque engine talking over everyone's head, going really fast and like willfully disregarding their concerns. And it is great comedy it is he at the end he's like all right any questions everybody's hand goes up and he goes great that's what i thought and then just like turns right around fuck you guys he's throwing a manual at useless tim he like he tosses something to another guy and then it falls in the ground he's like pick that up for me he just (laughs) has suddenly taken charge of that whole team but what they have to do is while he's trying to reroute the power into the single beam to get it to go higher they have to like they have to put the igniter in its chamber and they have to manually push this igniter pin into something, and for that they need ev- like manual labor to for of human beings like shoving this pin into place. It's I'm so whole glad operation. You also
0: don't entirely know what the pin does. Yeah, was, I watched it <laughs> twice, and I still was like, yeah, it was like it was basically like know. they had to. It was like it was. It they had to like, shove a thing. They
1: had they had to push this big. They had to push this big pin into place, and it's kind of like I guess like when you're jumping a battery, you have to connect to. The, you have to connect the little jumper cables to the, the, real, the little peg that comes off the battery. The real lighter coral
0: along was was teamwork.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was. It was teamwork. It was teamwork. And of course, like, Duo Duo's cry yeah. finally rallies that all the people who have evacuated uh Sulawesi because they're like, I need to get to my family because they think they have seven days. Yeah. Well, suddenly they're like, you know what? I'm not going to reach my family anyway. Fuck it. Turn around. Let's go try and save the world. Yeah. So they get like all this manpower. People come back and they push this pin into place and it's like the battery connecting to like the adapter point and so mm-hmm. it lights up. Well, here's where it gets extra sad again. The Torque engine fires up, but it is five. Th- the beam is five thousand kilometers short of connecting with Jupiter's atmosphere because the answer, regardless of the scope of your disaster movie, can always be blow it up. It is five thousand meters short of the Jupiter atmosphere, and so Lieutenant lou who is o- who is still up in the space station, space daddy, space daddy, <laughs> is like, you know what? Fuck you, Moss. I'm taking over. He. There's sparks coming off of Moss. He throws a contraband bottle of booze at Moss, sets the whole station on fire, mm-hmm. goes into the cabin. and He's like, I'm going to fly, like permission to fly the space station with its 300,000 tons of fuel into the beam mm-hmm. of the torque engine and the resulting explosion will be a big enough radius to ignite the atmosphere of Jupiter and cause this combustion. It's going to shove Earth away. Yeah. And he, you know, gets on that last final communique with his son, Luchi, and there's a lot of angst there. Like, the son feels left behind by his dad, but it's, of course, all resolved in this final beautiful conversation. And Luchi flies the space station Ugh. into that goddamn particle beam, and it explodes. And then we, we watch the process of Jupiter's atmosphere catching on fire yeah. and sending that like the wave, like the, the shock the, wave, the shock wave, the funnel connecting the two planets, the funnel of atmosphere connecting the two planets lights on fire, and in this combustion, and the shock wave hits Earth, shoves it out of the yep. Roche limit of Jupiter and gets it back on its proper path. And at that point, all engines have been reactivated, and presumably the Earth puts itself, like writes itself, on its path again, going
0: back toward Alpha Centauri. Thank you, Space Daddy. Space Daddy <laughs> saved
1: us all in the end.
0: I mean, what what's really one of the things that I really like, just a beautiful moment, was as he's giving the speech to his son on the phone, and the tears are floating in zero the zero G, G oh. tears. It's They're so, so good. good. It, it's so good. I was cho- I was so choked up in that yeah, scene. I was just so such, choked it's up. It's just such a beautifully done. Like sometimes it can be. I mean, it's look. It's never gonna be. Bruce Willis saying goodbye to Liv Tyler. Oh my God. In Armageddon. Oh my God. But <clears throat> it was, no, this Stamper. was, this was genuinely like a really, truly affecting moment where he's just, and By but
1: the, there's like, there's like half a dozen tears floating yeah, around him. They're just him.
0: floating around him in this little <clears throat> orbit around him. And they're in little perfectly round balls. <laughs> yeah. that's how, well, that's how, how water is. Right, water right. becomes those little brown molecules. And so it's just like, it's just such a perfect detail and attention yeah. to detail in that moment. Um, and I did have that brief moment of panic where I was like, w- is he just going to fly the embryos? Like, that's not, like, I thought at first he was taking everyone in with him. Right. I was like, he that's ejects, there is good. a ring attached to the ISS that, that is all of the
1: hibernating people. Yeah. And presumably that's where we store our embryos and, like, all the human information.
0: But Which I didn't get the vibe because it shows, as it, like, looks up in the tower where Moss is. And Moss is like, all the data and information is stored. A hundred thousand And I was like, that seems like it's all kept right in there, Moss. Here is my question. When he ejects the
1: ring with the hibernating people in it from the space station, it's not like
0: do not like how's they, gonna they can't ca- they can't
1: catch it like like we can't there, we don't have anything on Earth because also the atmosphere is thinned out so much that we can't fly anything.
0: Yeah, I was not I was I not guess. clear on what this what Space Daddy's plan was. I I the ejecting it felt like well I
1: would feel bad if I just pulled these people into this explosion, but yeah. at the same time, Earth has no way of recovering that ring, so I feel like all those hibernating people definitely did have to die.
0: I I would assume it so. seemed like they kind of had to, which is which is too bad. Not great. Right. I don't know if that was maybe the choice. Right. But he was, I mean, they were either going to go with him
1: or he was going to let him go. Like, it just didn't seem like there was an option for their survival, which it it seemed weird to me that he even let them go.
0: I mean, I think that the option for their survival is that, and we'll get into this and what is this really about, but maybe Mm -hmm. that wasn't the right choice, Space Daddy.
1: (laughs) 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 So should that, should that take us then, that is the conclusion of the movie. Uh, Lu Chi becomes
0: becomes a driver he becomes a
1: transport driver him and his sister together just like
0: so and creepy tim bring up uh, that like it was his grandfather's truck that they stole and his grandfather was a transport driver so then Luci follows in his footsteps and becomes transport driver right
1: and uh yeah so then they're they're out on the surface together he's still a shit driver of the transport but then uh presumably they are they're honored they're honored by the ueg their heroes yeah so that takes us then into what is this movie really about?
0: Yeah. Um, I struggled on this one for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think what I kind of finally settled on is, was surprising to me in terms of the fact that it's a movie. It's, it is a, a movie by the, by the Chinese film mm-hmm. industry. It should not be this, but it really, after a certain point, I was like, oh, this is a movie about the benefits of capitalism. Mm. Mm. like with so the free market, you say. I would argue that this is actually not necessarily an anti communist movie, but a pro capitalism movie. Mm. Um, from Grandpa waxing poetic about how, like, it was a simpler time when I lived in Shanghai. We just worried about this thing called money. And I worked very right. hard. We are in a post money so, society. I, mm. we, I worked very hard and I didn't have much of it, but I was so happy. And I was like, wow, Grandpa, that's a weird take to have. <laughs> Um, to be like, man, I miss those days when I was really poor, but I would come home every day to your grandmother's crap cooking. But I feel like I feel like <laughs> that is
1: I feel like the People's Republic of China and its representative government currently Hold
0: on. I'm getting there, though. Okay. Okay. So we start off with that. And that was kind of like where I based it around. But pretty much every single thing in this movie is about the actions of the individual and not the actions of the collective. And in fact, almost every choice is to save the individual over to save the collective. The collective choice, the correct choice, really, if you think about it, is to save the 300,000 because there's no guarantee that the 3.5 billion Mm -hmm. will live. Mm. And so you go with the sure thing and the betterment of humanity as a whole. Mm -hmm. And instead, the father's like, no, I'm saving my son. Mm -hmm. What he does isn't really for the betterment of humanity as a whole. He's trying to save his son's life.
1: Well, true, but then at the like we have we have Lu Chi at the end trying to save his father's life by trying to get the Earth reactor shut down, which they definitely don't do, and yeah. they also rally the collective of humanity. But those are
0: all making individual choices the, to it, do the so. The
1: multinational pushing of the pin.
0: Yeah, but those are all individuals who are choosing to they do are. this. They are. You're right, and choosing to do this not necessarily for because it's the right thing to do, but because they realize that it's their only other option to survive. Fascinating, and in fact pushing and like doing this is maybe not a good thing And on the whole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't care. They're going to do the thing that will potentially save them individually. So I thought right. that was actually kind of I was interesting. like interesting. This is a very weirdly capitalist movie. Okay. Um, But that was kind of where I hung my hat on it for this one. Interesting. How about you, Jordan? I am going to go with um I'm going to go with
1: the, the superior uh the superiority of the Chinese nation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The superiority yeah. of the Chinese nation as the Global dominant superpower, sure. The uh, moral and technological light uh, of our humanity and of our human future. Yeah. Uh, as you as you pointed out, uh, there is nary an American. There are Canadians. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no really American presence uh, mentioned, referenced, spoken of, nope.
0: seen. The only other country who's helpful is Russia. Yeah. And was, and was the really the sort of
1: voice of the UEG is is France. Yeah. And we hear like, you know, the part of the Canadian, a group of Canadians comes to help push the pin into the igniter at the end. Um, and very like there, if if you've seen the movie Wolf Warrior 2, which is a, uh, blockbuster Chinese action movie, hugely successful in the, in, in country, uh, it has, it is a, it is a very, uh, nationally proud pro-China film. Yeah. And at the very end of it, there is this postscript that um, <clears throat> it's just a, it, it's just a section of text that says like, wherever you are, like people of China, wherever you are in this world, China will protect you. China will take care of you. Like China is home. Sure. And it is, it is like, it wraps us up by being like, no matter what yeah, you can look to China. And yeah. I think what Jupiter wandering, what would Jupiter wandering, what wandering earth is telling us is that, when all seems lost,
0: look to you China. can look
1: to China. Yeah, <laughs>
0: China will blow will ignite Jupiter if necessary. Yeah. To China us. will. Chi- you're right. China will yeah. blow Jupiter the fuck up. Yeah, if that's what it takes. Yeah,
1: China will shoot Jupiter and then blow it up <laughs> to save. Yeah,
0: if they if, they, if they've got to do it, that's what they'll do, and I yeah. I do respect that. They say they China says in absence ironic because it is the red spot on this planet. Like if you think about, mm, mm-hmm, it is, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, uh, yeah, in absence of. Uh, moral leadership, uh, economic leadership coming from the West, China says, we've got this. Yeah. So that was what, uh, I thought this movie was really about.
0: Interesting. And okay. you,
1: now that takes us into our casting and you seemed quite pleased. I was
0: just pleased with one. It was a struggle <laughs> for most of it. The only part of the casting, I was, pleased I was really, with one. I was really pleased with who I, what I decided to go with for grandpa. Um, so I decided to pick a pod favorite, personal, a personal favorite of ours. Uh huh. Haley Steinfeld. Oh, is that's fun. Cause I wanted that same like kind of cocky. She would totally do she this would, movie. She would do this movie. She, she would, would do be this fun. Movie. This would like, like I, she'd be like her saying repeatedly, I'm a genius. You forget that your sister's a genius is yeah. super fun. She would also be like, fuck you.
1: Enders game. I'm getting my good space movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Um, and then I couldn't pick a sibling for her because I was like, I kind of lost interest. But she has a sibling or like somebody. I don't know.
1: We could just like re- just
0: reunite her with Haley Lou
1: Richardson and have it be a buddy comedy on the sur- frozen surface of Earth. Perfect.
0: Like, like sure. <laughs> I don't Whatever. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Just a Stranger Things kid. I don't know. <laughs> I was more interested in like in the adults. Uh-huh. Um, so Space Daddy, <clears throat> Who has a calming stoic presence that I want to stare at his face for a while? John Show. Cho. Oh yeah, sure. Oh like, yeah, yeah. No, he's got a good space daddy vibe. Yeah, doing. and he would he would go down with the ship. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, him with like the zero g tears. Uh huh. Come on, it's <laughs> great. Um. Oh, by the way, I should I should mention that in this, if I'm rebooting this for an American film, it is a hundred percent directed by Roland Emmerich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that, I just, I just, just to be clear, right. this is like a could Roland there, Could Emmerich, there be another? No, this is he, I have called him up and been like, Rolly, let's do this. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, this movie even had them out running a natural disaster, which is a Roland yeah. Emmerich trademark. They yeah. have him, they, they do, Grandpa outruns like a, an earthquake caused avalanche. Yeah, So it's primed for Roland. Yeah. <laughs> um, for grandpa, I'm again gender flipping. So, in addition okay. to Haley Seinfeld, I oh, decided I have, have to lose a grandma. Oh, yeah. Aww. Hold on. No, wait for it, though. Grandma needs to be just as salty and hearty as grandpa was <laughs> in this movie. Frances McDormand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's sure a salty Me- woman. Don't you want to see her driving that truck? Yes, yes, I do definitely. Yeah, you want to see her try. You want to see her trying to bribe a jailer, yeah. with some dirty pictures. Yeah, with with dirty with dirty girly pictures. Yeah. Absolutely you want to do that. You want to see her just like randomly just throwing things at her shitty grandchildren are <laughs> stealing from her? Yeah, you
1: do. Right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and she would bring the emotional c- component too. So, Fran- I got really excited when I was like Francis McDormand cuz initially I was like Lily Tomlin, but she's I can't put her through that. Francis McDormand I think could do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I think she could do it. Um Lady Soldier, Michelle Rodriguez cuz when you need a lady yeah. soldier, you throw in Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, you do.
1: She's a genre. Um <laughs>
0: The head soldier, I was like, I was I genuinely I was driving to work today and I thought of suddenly um what's it called? Avatar. And I was like, what's Sam Worthington up to these days? So mm-hmm. I guess him, because what else is he doing?
1: I mean, is he gonna be in the other avatars? Because if he's doing that, he's gonna be like, I don't know, are there like nine avatars they're making now?
0: I don't mm-hmm. even know. Any- <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah sure.
2: There are four avatar sequels <laughs> yeah. being made. Is
0: Sam Worthington in them? Does does anyone care about that continuity? I don't think
2: anyone knows. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't like know. okay, so I'm assuming yeah, Sam's still. Free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go on a, out on a limb here. Sam's
1: still free.
0: Like, because I did, I just, I was driving to work today and I was like, whatever happened to Sam Worthington? And mm-hmm. then I just It's I, the same like,
2: question people ask about Taylor Kitsch, about Jai Courtney, oh, about yeah. every Australian Honestly, Courtney, generically have, handsome oh, male K- lead. Jai
0: Courtney, well, Jai he belongs Courtney, in this movie. Yeah, we can throw him in there. He can be one of the yeah, other he's guys. Yeah, he can be part of the rescue team. He can be part of the rescue yeah. team. We can just put them all. This can be the, the wayward home for, for <laughs> failed action stars.
2: Failed Australian action stars that studios desperately wanted to, uh, to put to in of 200 million dollar yeah. movies yeah they,
0: they, they were so hoping that it would be mel gibson but the mel gibson uh, gibson's alchemy mm. is that anti-semitism it's every
2: <laughs> other year there's some dude that's in three blockbusters yeah. and none of them gain any traction
0: um oh and the last one was uh for the funny for the for the geek with the rolling the dice the, the oh geek, the, yeah, yeah the yeah. science nerd who rolls the dice um I was like, well, I'm kind of on the fence about it and uh, I kind of want to see Billy Eichner do it just so I want to see oh him. Oh my God. Just cause I think that'd be hilarious. Just have him yelling the whole time. Um, and, Billy uh, down the street of science. Yeah. And then Tim, <laughs> Tim, I don't care who's t- Tim. I honestly, the whole time I was like Pete Davidson just because they have the same hair. Um, and then I was like, or Draco Malfoy because they also have the same hair. Mm. Uh, You're just blonde. Just, I don't care. And he, and he dies in this version he does oh right okay way earlier on um so that's my I really I really that's all I care about is space daddy John Cho and Francis McDormand as grandma got it got it and Haley Steinfeld and and Haley Steinfeld Haley would be a lot of fun Haley would be great I, um, I want her in all the things
1: uh what a what brows
0: oh the
1: whoever she's got in charge has been doing a great job they're
0: I mean they're they're currently on the side of the Beverly Center <laughs> And I just keep staring every time I see them. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Those Haley Steinfeld. I am not excited about your new album, but I'm excited about your brows. I am mm-hmm. pro-
1: I am so always weirdly excited for new Haley jams. I re- I forget the words to them immediately after I hear them, which means it's like I get to hear them anew every time. <laughs> it's an incredible treat.
0: Oh, that's nice. It's like whenever I remember I'm going like to the blue I'm going exist. to listen
1: to now. I know I'm going to listen to capital letters so loud on the way home tonight. Um okay, I'm like I'm going to now that you've mentioned Jai Courtney, okay. I really want him in this and he's going to be Tim. Okay. Tim is going to be Jai
0: Courtney. Nice. Just chaos. A, a bit of a shoot of chaos in I there. I genuinely don't now, know who Jai, what he looks like. In in my he, head I'm picturing the guy from Queer Eye and I know that's not <laughs> That's not it. No. Does uh, he
2: get to be Australian for oh, once yeah. or is he still oh, doing yeah. his really he, bad no, American accent? yeah, he's definitely okay. going
1: to get to be Australian.
0: Is this what happens if you combine He's Tom Hardy with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan not Ryan Ryan Philippi.
1: <laughs> wow, what a combo that is. Um
0: he's Why? uh
1: he's, he's 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 Why is
0: his mouth so small and his jaw so wide? That doesn't look small when you see him kind of in action. Oh, in this photo, he
1: just he's,
2: I don't know. I think his mouth always looks a little small. His
0: <laughs> mouth looks so petite <laughs> like not, and his t- his cheekbones are so wide. He, he's going
1: to get to be Australian and it's gonna okay. that's it's good. gonna serve the purpose very well. Uh, science nerd will be Ezra Miller. Sure, mm. yeah. You know, that kind of A flighty. A big to
0: go along with Jai's tiny mouth, yeah,
1: that flighty sort of insane yeah. vibe. Hot
2: off his yeah. CW cameo, uh, oh, just, just tonight as
0: we're oh, recording. Oh, really? Oh, was he, as did? The, was he flash? <gasps> uh-huh. oh, oh, wait, that's they already really have a cool. flash. How did no, that work? It's, it's was it all? It's it's it's, it's, oh. um, Infinite Earths, Crisis of Infinite, Infinite Earths. Infinite Earths. That's amazing. I can't. That was that. A, that must not have leaked anywhere because I.
2: It it leaked like just an hour before the. That's show ama- came That's on. an amazing
0: yeah. crossover. That wow. is wow. I feel like he
1: loved doing that. It was he really shot, loves being the Flash.
2: He he clearly loved it. It was yeah. shot so fucking weird and like bad. I thought it was a Photoshop at first because of how bad it was shot. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. But
2: it's still it's still really good.
1: Well, right. Shouts out Ezra Miller. Yeah. Um I'm gonna make the commander of the rescue op team. Uh, I'm gonna make a Mackenzie Davis, mm. yeah, in her like yeah. Terminator shape.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I assume that anytime just you're using Mackenzie ca- Davis, canals
1: running down her arms. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, who do I want for Space Daddy? Mm. That one actor is so handsome. <laughs> I really liked him. Yeah, I, no, he was a great. He was yeah, a great... I, I, I really, I really liked
0: him. His face was so pleasing to watch.
1: I, you know, maybe, maybe just like for the sake of it. Just because he's he's our disaster royalty, sort of at this point, I will put Gerard Butler in that spot. Yeah, that, Jerry. I'll,
0: yeah, I'll Gerard. let him
1: be the emeritus, like the guy who, because he's always the guy who makes it. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. time he'll be the guy who doesn't make
0: it. it. It's like a fairly low impact role for him. I think he'd be on board for yeah. that. Yeah, it's just like
1: two days of shooting and like with his actual Scottish accent mm. too, getting mm-hmm. to like yell at Moss. Yeah.
0: Just yeah, <laughs> you I know like that.
1: why not? Yeah um and so that like that leaves the our main concerns of luci and duo duo and gosh what do i do like i'm trying to think of what the right age would be and Mm. i kind of don't want it i kind of want gerard to not like be the dad but maybe be like uncle or like dad's best friend Mm -hmm. like i don't necessarily want there to be a relation here okay but what do i want to do this is a tough route
0: it's also a tough one because they like the actors themselves are all... It was a very well-cast movie. Yeah, so I like likeable. them all so much. Yeah. I will say, because I watched it once with subtitles and then once dubbed. Mm-hmm. And even the voice acting dubbed was because I normally don't like to watch no, it, wasn't it, bad. Was ba- it was not bad it was they did not a really bad nice job with it it wasn't cheesy like yeah. it always seems to be with dubbing no they did a nice job with the dubbing where I was like I'm on board with this now I don't know if it was helped by the fact that they were in helmets for so much of it uh-huh but that probably can't hurt yeah that they can't spend hurt quite a bit of the movie wearing the helmets because they're in um you know like cold temperatures so then there's like climate affecting and with oxygen levels because they don't have correct oxygen (laughs) so they are in helmets for a great deal of the movie but like yeah no so i if you haven't watched it yet and you don't feel like doing the subtitles the dubbing is actually not it is is very doable i almost recommend doing it's not
1: it's not agonizing i i like the subtitles but i did watch both as well yeah and i was not i was expecting to be because i wanted to have a kind of on in the background i was expecting to be annoyed at it but i wasn't annoyed at it yeah, no. I was enjoying. I was enjoying the time.
0: Yeah, I. I just second time I watched with the with the dubbing because I was like, I feel as if I was spending a little too much time reading the subtitles, and not enough time watching what was happening. Right. Mm. And it, I was like, nope. One, there was no world in which the plan was going to make more sense to me. And then two, it actually wasn't bad.
1: I am going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Lu Chi is going to be uh, Shamik Moore. Ooh. Ooh. Miles, Miles yeah. better knows Miles Morales, yeah. voice, yeah, um, great and the choice, wonderful lead of the movie Dope. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really suddenly yeah. that feels very right. No, it's a good choice. That feels like like his he's he's good at the braggadocio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And gosh, I don't know who. I guess Marci Martin for his little sister. Okay, yeah, great. I think that I think that's my nice. my like duo. It. Hell yeah! Yeah. All right, so it's. Gerard, Space Daddy, Marsai. Ezra Miller. Uh, who's her brother? Who did you say? Shamik. Ezra Miller and Jai Courtney. Those okay. Are my, those are my... Oh, and uh, Mackenzie Davis. And Mackenzie yeah. Davis, Some yeah. We will put Gina Carano on the ops team somewhere. Yeah. That's a solid billing. That's yeah. A, that's a I really feel really cast.
2: excited yeah. about this. Yeah. No, guys, least, this is good. Would you guys like to know how many people wrote this movie?
0: Oh, there were so many. How many? There so are many.
2: seven writers on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to know how many people are in the cast? Yes, fourteen.
0: Really, there are yeah. half
2: as many writers as there are actors <laughs> in this fucking movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's an ambitious film. Yeah, truly, so it was. It, which it, and it is based on a short story, I believe.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, it's based on a novel or a novel. Yes, okay. yeah, 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 it's based on a novel. Apparently, there's like some plot differences that like some, I... some true fans had problems with.
0: I mean, okay, I um... fully believe that there were some plot <laughs> differences. I, um, also, because there's like there's a lot that's. Uh, To suspend this entire thing through a Mm -hmm. book, yeah, you're going to have to add in a lot of plot.
2: (laughs) Well, this movie, this movie was huge in China. Huge. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It made as much as like any Avengers movie has made. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. This is one of their great uh, domestic box office triumphs of their, of their history.
2: Only cost them 50 million too.
1: Wow. Made 700
2: on a budget of 50.
1: Wow. It's their Joker. Hey, there you go. I prefer their Joker two hour Joker. <laughs> mm. it, um, it, it is
0: a great
1: movie. Uh, so, what is how many Towering Inferno? Are you going to give
0: it? I'm giving this one four point five. I mean, I I might push it to five. I think I'm going to go gonna five. P- I might push it to five. I think I'm giving this one five. I, I did watch it two oh. nights in a row and would watch <laughs> it a third time. And it, it it's one of the like there's
1: there are definitely movies like this that can they can look expensive, but the cheap version of expensive. Mm. Yeah. This movie just looks like the good version of expensive. It looks, it looks like it punches above its $50 million. Yeah, seriously.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely... watching the trailers.
2: I couldn't believe that. that yeah. It was 50.
0: You expect it to start looking like really
1: corny at a certain
0: point, yeah. but no. it kind of just holds up. It yeah. never looks rubbery. The people never look rubbery. They it's don't. You're really,
1: right. There's that. Really... There's an incredible slow motion sequence yeah. at the end where like they're thrown, their body, a couple bodies are thrown through a truck and it yeah. runs in like super X slow mo, X mm. slow
0: motion. Looks so amazing. Yeah. They're no, they're pretty much I mean all the space stuff looks good, mm. all the zero G stuff looks it works. Um yeah, I could go 5. I could go 5 tier. I'm going to go House. 5. I'm going to go 5 Towering in for I'm
2: so upset that I didn't watch this one. I'm such a sucker for space movies. Yeah. This is like I, one that I, I've been be the most excited. Yeah. you'll be pleased when you for. get around to. Yeah. It. You'll be
0: very pleased. It's 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 worth a watch, Hopefully like it this really week. is. Um so guys, next week right what is it gonna be next amanda week is underwater whoop, whoop. the new movie starring uh and Kristen, Kristen Stewart Cyrus oh yeah Kristen woo, Stewart woo. Kristen stewart trapped in the Mariana Trench <laughs> <laughs> um so that is in theaters currently um, go see it so that it grosses more than cats because it, it is not doing particularly well at the which moment.
1: is really unfortunate you know you've got Vincent Cassell you've got You've got Kristen Stewart. I've got everything I need from That's this. those
0: two names. So um, I, I will not make a... Co- having seen it already, I will not make comments either way. I will just say, um, if you want to w- catch up with it, um, it is in theaters.
1: Yes. Lesbians get out there. Support Kristen Stewart. <laughs> uh, we
2: do have a new review.
1: Oh, all right.
2: This review is from Spolivia. Thanks, Spolivia. Uh, five stars. Says, Perfect. Uh, this podcast is so much fun even if you haven't seen the movie they are discussing thank you for reminding me of the existence of the Poseidon Adventure yes. and please consider doing an episode on Daylight, a Stallone vehicle oh. that just gets wild in the Lincoln Tunnel
1: Oh, great, great. Yes, that, adding exciting. that to the list. exciting yes, thank you for the suggestion, Where we welcome suggestions running list
0: of you so like, stuff I have an the Excel spreadsheet and then I've got this too um, yeah, no, let's do that
2: hell yeah I appreciate I, I appreciate reviews being used as the medium through which to recommend films.
0: Yes, do that.
2: Continue doing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah.
0: If you want to recommend anything to us, just put it in the review. Put it in the yeah, review. Put it in or, a nice
2: five star yeah. review.
0: <laughs> just give us a five star rate review. Tweet and then tweet about it. Yeah. If you put afterward, a,
2: if you put a recommendation in a one star review, I think we'll guarantee that we'll never talk about that
0: movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: Although that's too much power. Uh, it'll just make it more likely that we don't talk about it. Right. Because then too someone's going to do a one star and be like, oh, talk about, or never. Twister. Yeah, never talk t- about Oh, twister. yeah, no, no shut up. No, we're yeah. doing Twister. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, screw you. But yeah, so it's underwater, teed up. Yeah, well, yeah. underwater is teed up. I'm looking forward to it. I Another movie, so we'll do back-to-back two weeks of helmet movies. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Super. Okay. I'm in.
0: We go from we go from space to the deepest point on Earth. Helmet yes. girls. Yes. yes. All right. I love
1: it. Uh, okay, socials. so Jordan,
0: where can we find you? At JorCrew, J-O-R-C-R-U. I'm at Amanda R. Tubbs. that's Tubbs with two Bs. Jason?
2: Uh, you can find me at Jason Halftones.
0: You can find the podcast at Disaster underscore Pod on Twitter, and then we're DisasterGirlsPod at gmail.com For email, Um, we have no LinkedIn to my knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Rate and review, Uh, please. Uh, Share us on Twitter. Share us with your friends. Share us with your loved ones. Share us with your enemies. Yeah. Just share us. Yeah, please. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you on the back next week for Underwater. All right. Thank you.
2: That might be cool.com. You never know.